Hello, and welcome to the Sincerely Living Podcast. This podcast is created for you, mothers, fathers, entrepreneurs, nine to fivers, and people who likely think they've got their shit together. I'm Kristen Clark, a former registered nurse, mother of four boys, wife, entrepreneur, and an unapologetically real woman. This podcast will likely have my children's voices in the background while I get real with my fellow moms, entrepreneurs, and friends. I invite you to join this journey and to never forget, you don't have to be perfect to be amazing. This podcast is a little bit longer than our usual time constraints. However, I had a very, very special guest that I got to interview for this podcast. Um, He is a veteran. He is a pilot. He is a father. He is a husband. And in fact, he is my husband. Uh, Our time together during our podcast was an absolute blast. He did not necessarily want to do the podcast. He uh, gets very, very nervous as soon as a microphone gets near him. However, I think he did fantastic, and I'm sure that he would love to hear all of your encouraging comments if you feel so inclined uh, in the comments section of this particular podcast, or if you're hearing this on social media, or perhaps even via our email chain. Uh, So I do hope that you enjoy this podcast. It was so much fun. It was so silly. And yes, yes, we were drinking. All right, Jerry, are you ready? Sure. Okay. So I wrote down a couple topics for us to talk about. Because I know how excited you are to be here. You're excited, right? <laughs> yes. Be honest. <laughs> you are. So excited. I've been looking forward to this all day. You are such a liar. I know better than that. So much so that you're on your second glass of... What are you drinking, actually? A blended scotch. A blended scotch. Yes. Of what? A blend of what? Well, if somebody wants to send me a bottle, I will advertise it. <laughs> Same reason, and by the way, it's probably weird for most people. I when I buy a car, I don't let the dealership put their emblem on my my car. No, I peel that off too. Yeah, I usually peel that off. Yeah, like, if I can. Unless you're gonna pay me to advertise, no. I'm not going to advertise. No, Mm-mm. no, I'm paying you a shit ton of money for this car. I don't really feel like you know you need to advertise on my mm. paid vehicle. Yeah. I just realized that we have that in common. <laughs> yeah. My last car had it on there, but ever since, nope, not happening. Mm-mm. Okay, so I wrote down two topics. Yeah. Pumpkin pie and how we met. Which mm. one do you want to talk about first? Well, we should probably go in order. Oh, you want so, to go in order? Yeah, might as well. How we met. Oh, <laughs> oh I thought you meant in order of the questions I wrote down. <laughs> no, yeah, in chronological order. Oh, of how we met. Okay, so how did we meet, darling? In a plane. We did meet in an airplane. We did, on a Southwest flight. Yep. I don't remember the flight number, do you? I don't, it's but in the they attic. framed it for us. They did, they framed it, you're right. It's in the attic. Um, they did a wonderful job. I flew to Indiana, um, Indianapolis, actually. So at the time, 
my birth mom and siblings all lived in Indiana. And I was flying there because it was the same day that my ex-husband picked up his papers. <laughs> he knew about it. It was not a secret. But I knew that even though he knew about it, he would probably freak out or whatever in some form or fashion. And I wanted to make sure that my phone was completely off so that I didn't have to deal with him. <laughs> so I decided to finally come clean and fly home to Indianapolis and tell my birth mom and siblings that for the last year, year and a half, um, we had been separated and um, yeah. So I got on a plane and I took the middle seat because I'm five feet tall and 115 pounds and fit in the middle. <laughs> And I look safe. And and yeah, you look safe. You looked not like a child molester or somebody who was going to kill me <laughs> mid-flight. Yeah. Quite the compliment. You're welcome. <laughs> I do what I can. And then we just started talking, like casual conversation. I don't know what we talked about. Well, I was probably nerding out on my iPad. You were? Uh, yeah, because yeah. I have, at the time, I was doing a flight training at the University of Central Missouri. So I had my iPad up with a bunch of uh, aeronautical charts. It was cool. Watching our flight path all the way up to Indiana. Yeah, it was cool. It was very calming to know that if we were to go down, you could save us and also pinpoint where in the frick we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in which Springfield we were near. Oh, gosh. Okay. We have to first get through the first flight before we can talk about Springfield. Because otherwise it won't make any sense. For those of you that live in um, or near a Springfield, you will enjoy this part of the story that is coming. So, anyway. We chit-chatted. And I don't even think I knew your name when our flight ended. I think we just kind of got off the airplane and we're like, peace out. Yeah. You told me where you were staying and... That was that. I did. I forgot about <laughs> that. Oh my God, I did. And I even said, don't stalk me. Or kill me or something. I don't remember now. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah, and I went about my weekend and had a lot of fun. And then I went back to the airport a few days later. And I had the most insane... Uh, butterflies in my stomach. I, I don't get butterflies. Nothing scares me. No, I shouldn't say nothing scares me. Some things legitimately do scare me. But people are not high on the list of things that scare me, for the most part. And I don't know why. I had butterflies, like, sitting, waiting for my airplane. And I was trying to read a book to distract myself, and every time I would start reading a book, the butterflies would get worse. And then I looked up from my book and about shat myself <laughs> because <laughs> the person sitting right across from me was you. The same guy that I flew to Indiana and sat next to. And I just remember thinking and, and mentally praying, like, God, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I, uh, I know this guy. But, I mean, what are you doing? And I just kind of sat there with that. And I, did you even realize I was sitting there? I had no idea where you were at. Mr. Observant. 
No, I think we even knew that we we were on the same flight back. And I remember looking around for you. Oh, of I course, didn't I, know. I didn't look right in front of me because that would have been too obvious. <laughs> I don't know. Did we tell each other you had the same flight back? I, I thought so. Oh, maybe we did. I don't remember that. It's possible. Anyway, so you were looking yeah. in all the wrong places. But anyway, so they start boarding. I get in line. Next thing I know, you're tapping me on my shoulder awkwardly. No. Saying, oh, on your elbow. I tapped your oh, elbow. Elbow. Well, yeah. I said, hi. I did. It was very <laughs> weird. <laughs> and I go, hey. <laughs> I was. I'm getting on the plane now, so see ya. <laughs> no, you even said, you said, oh, I'll save you a seat in there. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. And you missed me. I did. I walked right past you. Um, I, I walked a good, like, what, four oh, aisles or so? Four aisles, yeah. Behind you? Yeah, I don't know. And I was about to sit yeah. down, and I thought, well, I know he's on this plane. I saw him get on the plane. He's got to be on here somewhere. Oh, well. I'll just sit here in this middle seat towards the back. And as I was getting ready to sit down, I recognized the back of your head, which is pretty creepy. Mm. <laughs> So I yelled out, hey, and it was like the whole plane got silent and you turned around and I don't know if you waved at me or what you did. I acknowledged you in some form or fashion and then you and asked me if the seat was taken. Because there was no, no one there. No. Yeah. And you proceeded to chuck your handbag at me. I did. <laughs> Over I did. two other rows of seats. I did. I chucked it. And you know what? It didn't hit anybody. And we all know that I am not very good with accuracy mm-hmm. and aim. Not at the time, but I do now. <laughs> this is true. But I made it. My purse landed in the seat. And I can only imagine what you were thinking. Like seeing my purse go through the air. That this is only like an hour flight. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, then I, I made my way up a few rows to where my purse had landed. Mm -hmm. I, I stumbled over somebody who was sitting in the aisle. Um, it was a larger, larger gentleman. Yeah, he just graduated from Purdue. That's right. He was, uh, what, a structural engineer. Something like, something about roller coasters. He was getting roller coasters. Yeah. Yeah, He wanted to design and build roller coasters. I mean, that would have been cool. I mean, it, it is cool. It wasn't one of our topics of discussion, <laughs> unfortunately. You know what's interesting is he was a very, very nice gentleman. Um, but for whatever reason, even though his conversation was very entertaining and engaging, I had no desire to talk to him. I had every intention and desire to talk with you. And I, no offense, I don't know why. Um, aside from you had an iPad with this the same like flight pattern on it and it it felt very safe and very comfortable which now leads us into the discussion of Springfield and I'm fine if we skip over this little nugget of knowledge so like she said I had my iPad out because I like to track flights how fast we're going altitude etc okay so what is the name of this what's the name of the the app that you use it is called ForeFlight okay Um, it's very and actually it's blown up a lot since then as well. So it's very common. It's kind of a replacement for the paper charts. It's called an electronic flight bag. Uh, FAA has approved it and everything, but yeah. So it basically has all the 
aeronautical charts that you need for uh, flying uh, privately and professionally. But I was had that pulled up. We were watching our track go from Indianapolis to Kansas City. <laughs> and I pointed like, hey, there's Springfield. I pointed out the window. The response I got was, what? Why are we so far <laughs> south? <laughs> so it made no sense to me because if you know geographically where Indianapolis is and where Kansas City is and where Springfield, Missouri is, Springfield, Missouri is very far south, very close to Arkansas. And it made no sense to me geographically why we would go all the way from Indianapolis to near Arkansas to go all the way back to Kansas City. I could not figure this out for the life of me. And here sat this wonderful human being next to me with an expression of, oh my God, she's batshit crazy. (laughs) Um, Dear, what were you thinking? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Oh, be honest, (laughs) because I've asked you this before and your answer is, I guess I'm going to marry her. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to marry her. Because nothing says romance quite like, where the fuck are we? So, as my wonderful husband then proceeded to explain to me that we oh, were... It's Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. We were not headed towards Springfield, Missouri at all. Because we were on the... Right side of the aircraft, facing north, and yes, we were looking at Springfield, Illinois, not Springfield, Missouri. Which is in the direct flight path from Indianapolis to Kansas City. <laughs> so, Maybe more so Oklahoma City. Right, <laughs> but definitely not mm. Springfield, Missouri. So I realized that I made a complete ass of myself, and yet I... The first I, time. Yeah, the first of many, <laughs> let's be real. Uh, we land in Kansas City, and uh, both of us at the time were getting out of relationships um, for various different reasons. Mine was divorce. Yours was, I don't know, breakup, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't married at the time. Nope. Just a girlfriend. And just a girlfriend. <laughs> she was a goner. Um, <laughs> so there, were, there was no legal obligation. Nice. Is what I'm trying to state. Nice. So anyway, we get off the airplane and we realize we got to go get our luggage. Then we take the little tram, train, not even a, what is it? A bus. It's a bus. bus. Yeah, the bus takes you to the parking lot. Yeah, the parking lot. And our cars are parked uh, very close to each other, like within the same row. And at that moment, in the middle of the parking lot, we realized this was super weird. And I actually said to you... Maybe we should become Facebook friends. Also, if you are a complete and utter creeper, I will delete you. I'm going to correct you on that. You said that while we were waiting on our bags. That's right. I did. But then once we finally made it to our cars, we were Facebook friends. Yep. No, we weren't Facebook friends. But by the time we made it to our cars, you had successfully taken my cell phone from me and put your cell phone number in there and texted me. Or texted yourself, so I, I had yes. your phone number. Yes. Now, you are the first person and the only person that I have actually given my real phone number to. Anybody else who... Yeah, some subway guy. No, the de- that's a no, different wait, wait. story. I gave okay. them my dad's <clears throat> phone number, 
or the fax number to the office, uh, my dad's company's office. So any man or gentleman or whoever that would ever ask for my phone number, I either gave them my father or our fax line because I am that kind of person. But for you, I actually took your phone out of your hand. You should have given it to like IRS or something like that. Yeah, that phone number memorized. That's like an 800 number though, honey. That's like a giveaway. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Anyway. But you're the first person and the only person I've ever given my real phone number to. And I text myself and I thought, oh, he's never going to text me. And then, but it was obvious at that point that I was directionally challenged. Yeah, you were very... Geographic, geographically challenged. Very and, much so. Always have been. Yes, yeah, so I texted you like 15 minutes later. Like, did you make it out of the airport okay? Because if you've <laughs> ever been to KCI and you've ever parked there, it is you a forking nightmare. And even when you follow the signs, you may still end up doing an extra loop. It just happens sometimes. If you're challenged. I'm challenged. Let's be real. So, um, that's the story of how we met. And then, uh... Yeah, and then you text me, and and uh, there we are. Then we you are canceled our first three first dates. Two, two. Definitely three. Three, two. It no. was for sure three. I definitely made it halfway to the first one. You made it halfway. Or second way. Yeah, and you, you chicken out. One, I legitimately had to work. Okay, that's real. One out of three, you had to work. So, so back referencing for you guys, my husband was when I met him in the military, stationed at Whiteman Air Force Base. Um, go Air Force, go military, let's be real. And I, again, being geographically challenged, (laughs) did not realize that where I lived was like almost an hour from Whiteman Air Force Base. I live in a suburb of Kansas City. It's about, what we're about a half hour or so south of Kansas City. Mm -hmm. On the Kansas side. I've grown up here. Everything I need is no farther than 20 minutes from my doorstep. Yeah. So you thought, Period. yeah, he's at Whiteman. He might be 20 minutes 20 more minutes away. away. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And so we made um, a date via text because, you know, that's how us kids do it these days to meet up. And then it's you very, canceled. Very millennial of us. It was. It really was. Anyway, so we made an appointment or a date or whatever you want to call it to meet the first an time. I want to call an appointment. Well, it failed. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and you know, a few hours before we were supposed to get together, you text me and said, "I can't. I have X Y Z excuse." And I said, "Okay, whatever." Then you, we made an arrangement for a second first date, which ended up being canceled. Uh, you had some prior obligations. I think you had other family or something coming into town. And there was nothing we could do about that, which was fine. And I can't really fault you for that. The third time we made an attempt at having a date, you legitimately had to work. So the thing with the military is is at various points um, in your career path, you have to do 12-hour shifts depending on your job title and what you're mm-hmm. you're doing. And you may not know about those 12-hour shifts until the shift you're on. <laughs> and so, unfortunately, he found out, uh, I think it was honestly the same day that we were supposed to get together, that your shift was being extended to a 12-hour shift, and you were going to work 12s for the next 
I don't know, three or four days or whatever it was yeah, until that exercise was complete. And um, I really, you know, of course, was sad that our third first date failed. However, I... Sad and probably put off, like, he's never going to see I pretty again. much did. I was like, you know, what? I don't even care. Whatever. He obviously doesn't want to get together. And I, I really can't fault you for your job. And I really can't fault you for family. Um, but, dude grow a pair. <laughs> Let's get together. And so finally we made our fourth attempt to get together and you picked a date. I don't even remember if it was a Friday or a Saturday. I don't remember. And, and I said, sure, fine, whatever. I literally ran a half marathon that morning. And then a friend of mine texted me and said, Hey, we need an extra in our volleyball tournament. Our team sucks. You'll probably only play one game. And I said, sure. What the hell? And so I hadn't changed from my half marathon. I had had been with the kids during the day. I went and played literally one game of volleyball because we did suck, massively suck. Um, Probably also my ability to aim or lack of ability to aim probably played a role into our suckage. (laughs) But uh, then I met you. We went over to a local sushi restaurant. I met you at, I don't know, seven or so at night. And I was legitimately ponytail, no makeup. I think I might have had mascara on. Shorts and t-shirt. I did. I had jean shorts, white t-shirt. Hadn't showered since my half marathon. Like, I was not... I probably didn't even smell that good. Let's be real. (laughs) And it was in, what, July? Mid-July? Late July? Mm, No. Actually, I think it might... Might have been August? Maybe August, yeah. Anyway, so if you're... It was late. It was, like, probably the hottest part of summer. Oh, it was flaming hot. Flaming hot. We met at a sushi restaurant and um, had sushi and I thought, okay, I'm, I literally told my, my girlfriends, I'm going to be gone for an hour. I'm going to have a drink, a little bit of sushi. I'll be back home. I'll make them pay for it. <laughs> True. True statement. And we got there, I think it was around seven and then a local, yeah, six or seven, yeah. a local band started to play and we were like, like okay. Several hours into it. Like we yeah. were probably there already two Two, two or three hours, hours at least, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and we were like, it's so loud. Now at this you, point, you had sushi out of your hand. And I did use chopsticks. I mean, you were pretty efficient at chopsticks, except for that one point where you just dropped it all in your hand. You I did decide to eat it out of your hand. I did. I said, screw it. I had draw. I picked up sushi with chopsticks very well, mind you. And it started to fall apart, you know, when your sushi starts to like unravel itself and you're like, oh shit, I either shove this whole thing in my mouth or it falls on my plate and it looks like mush or I catch it with my hand and eat it out of my hand. <laughs> and, and I'm at looking at the sticks, looking, reading the directions on how do I pick up food? This is true. Yeah. I forgot you had placed I your chopstick, used chopstick plat, like wrapper thing. I didn't realize he had placed it and like leaned it up <laughs> against his drink so that he could secretly read how to use chopsticks while I was eating sushi out of my hand. I just figured it was customary. You pick it up, throw it in your hand and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I ate sushi out of my hand. I managed to break the wine glass. Do you remember yeah, that? And I yeah. broke the wine glass. And you threw a chopstick. And I did. I somehow, I don't even know how, one of my chopsticks went through the air and I was only left with one chopstick. And I don't know. Anyway, it's safe to say that I am a special human being. 
And through our conversations and failed attempts at first dates, I realized that he had an interest in golf. He played golf, a very avid golfer, very good at golf. And one of the things I love to do um, for half marathon training and just really honestly good running is to do these short little hill runs. And the best place to do that is on the golf course cart path. Um, and we are very blessed to live in a very wealthy area of the country where golf courses are of abundance. Um, and there's private golf courses not too far from our home that I would just park in the parking lot and then I would go run the cart paths. Um, and it was really fun because at night, all these million, multi-million dollar homes are lit up and you kind of get to like run by their homes and see how they decorate and how they party and how they watch do movies. all the things and yeah, yeah watch, watch movies. movies. <laughs> and um, it's, I don't know. Anyway, all that to say, I happen to say to you, hey, have you been to a golf course at night? And you looked at me like, why the hell would I go golfing at night? <laughs> And I said, no, no, just follow me. And we drove a couple miles down the road to one of the local golf courses. and Designed by a very famous golfer. Very, yeah, I didn't realize that. I had no idea. He's a legend. And um, I used to get to the golf course around 9, 30, 10 o'clock. And I had all of the sprinklers timed to where I knew when they would go off. And I would run past them mm -hmm. by the time they would start to go off. Now, so mind for, you... We, we didn't get there until 10, 11 o'clock. It was like 11, 11, Yeah, 11, 12 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. So I had lost all track of time because I was having so much fun on and she's my... she's in a white t-shirt and jean shorts. Yes. Yes, I am. And we start walking along the cart path and you're like, I don't I don't know if this is okay. I have I no idea. I wanted to grab a scorecard on the second hole. This is true. They usually have, so most golf courses usually have a mailbox on the second hole. I didn't know why the mailbox was there. Yep. I thought, who the hell mails a letter in the yep. middle of a golf game? <laughs> so you open it up and it's usually a scorecard if you forget to grab one in the clubhouse. Anyway, I grabbed a scorecard just for keepsakes anyway, so... Anyway. I didn't know why that was there. <laughs> so we're walking along. We get, I don't know, quite a ways through the golf course. And I'm standing there and we're talking about, I don't even know what we're talking about. And all of a sudden the sprinkler goes off and I'm standing almost on top of that sucker. So you'll never guess what happens to a girl when she's standing on top of a sprinkler head in a white shirt and jean shorts on her first date. She strips. I did not. I absolutely did not. Oh my God. No. I think I looked at you and I said, and we're done. And we walked back to the car. I was... No, 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 no. You, you, you sped along a little bit. You, you were a little, you had a little pep in your step. To get yeah. around the sprinklers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we, we probably went through probably half a dozen holes or so. And then, you know, we turned around, went back and dodged the sprinklers, but. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, there is no godforsaken way this man would ever contact me again. I ate sushi out of my hand, broke a wine glass. This is our fourth and first date. For and the record, I don't remember the broken wine glass. I do remember the chopstick flying around, <laughs> but I don't remember the wine glass being broken. It was just it was just the little bottom part that the wine glass sits on. Anyway, it was it's fine. And I get back home and I realize it is like two thirty in the morning. My phone is dead because all of my friends have 
blown up my cell phone that it died because they all think that I'm dead somewhere. And I plug my phone in when I get back home because it takes me 10 minutes to get back home. And, and I think... In an hour for me to get back home. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I'm texting him going, oh, did you make it home safe 10 minutes later? And he's like, uh, no. I'm not out of the city yet. No. <laughs> he's like, I still have another hour. So he finally messages me when he gets back home and he's fine and he's safe. And I plug my phone in and message all my friends back at 2.30 in the morning. And I'm fine. Everything went fine. I'm going to bed. And that was our first date. And and then you married me. Yeah, it, it was not immediately after the first no. date. But <laughs> no, but there was, was a period a of time. It was a successful first date. Nothing negative happened during that time. It was fun. Nothing negative for you. I was in a wet t-shirt. I was reading instructions on how to use chopsticks <laughs> while we were... <laughs> Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Okay. So anyway, that in twenty seven minutes is how we met. And that's how I learned to use chopsticks. (laughs) That's also how I learned there are multiple Springfields in the country. Oh my gosh. Um, the next thing on our list was pumpkin pie. Would you like to talk about that? I, I like pumpkin pie. I like pumpkin pie. And I think I don't know if it, it might have been that year, actually. And I think it was, So we yeah. actually, like, yeah, so football season was upon us. We had opening day. She invited several of come her family friends over for... Like a Friendsgiving. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, for one of the, uh, the Chiefs games out here in Kansas City. Was it a Chiefs game or a Jayhawks game? No, it was a Chiefs game. It was a Chiefs game? Yeah, okay. it was for football. Nobody cares about Jayhawks football, at least at that time. Okay, <laughs> all right. I'll give you that. All right. All right, all right, all right. For all but, you K-Staters, please don't blow this up. Uh, anyway. We love you, too. <laughs> so, I show up, and I say no. Like, I hear her, like, in the in the kitchen. Like, I'm outside with, with, with her kids. I come back in, and she's like, I... Screwed up this pie. I can't believe I did it. I've never done this before. It's never happened. No, I, I make. I've made hundreds <laughs> of pumpkin pies in my lifetime, and I, I actually went out of my way to make a very Martha Stewart esque pumpkin pie with these beautiful little leaf cutouts and. Which, by the way, she loves Martha Stewart. I'm obsessed with Martha Stewart. Martha yeah. Stewart. If you ever listen to this, I would love, like all capital letters, love. To interview you, have a glass of wine with you. I don't even care. If you want to go garden or dig or cook or frick, sit by a fire. I'll do that with you, Martha. Anyway, I made a very Martha Stewart-esque pie that I thought was minus, going to be amazing for minus my... Minus the Martha Stewart part. For my... <laughs> were, we, were we officially boyfriend, girlfriend? I don't even know. I don't know. Sure. We were seeing each other. I mean, I, I, I think don't know. So. I mean... At what point do you just forget the boyfriend-girlfriend thing? Like you're just like a, like a thing. Yeah, we're seeing each other. I don't know. I, I don't think we ever really said, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Right. Or that's yeah. my girlfriend. I mean, it was I like, yeah, over, that's Chris. I mean, I came over and there was well, a gathering. Know. Like, I was outside playing with the kids. Yeah, you were just like a... Came aside and you realized you completely forgot the egg in the pumpkin pie. Yeah, I did. I, I, I literally had the pie in the oven for like 
I swear it was almost an hour and a half and I could not figure out why the freaking thing would not solidify. And I was so mad because Chris was here for Thanksgiving and Friendsgiving and so excited to have him that year. And I screwed up the forking pie. Like Martha Stewart, I'm sorry. I screwed it up. Forking? Yes. Why can't you say fork? <laughs> if you have never seen The Good Place, you will not understand that reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know I'm saying fork, right? <laughs> I know you're saying fork. So that all being said, that was your first experience with me I, baking. I did try it. It was gross. It was not the greatest. No, it was not. And, and of course, I don't think I had anything to make a second pie. And I was very distraught over it. I was, I think I, I tried to hide it, but it didn't work out so well. I don't know if that was before or after you knew my favorite Thanksgiving pie was pecan pie. Yeah, that was after. But I do no. like a yeah. good pumpkin pie. Yeah, well, I screwed that up. I mean, you get some whipped cream together with a little bit of pumpkin pie, that's great. <laughs> So every year that I make pie of any kind. And no, it's not just hers. I mean, I'm just saying in general, whipped cream with a little bit of pumpkin pie, you're fine. <laughs> like mostly whipped cream. <laughs> just mostly whipped cream. He really just wants the whipped cream. That's it. Um, yeah. So every year that I make pies, it's kind of the running joke. Like, did you add the egg? <laughs> golly oh gosh so um are you feeling a little more comfortable podcasting no sure he's definitely shaking his yeah. head no yes. you can't see this but i promise <laughs> you if his head could make noise it would be rattling like crazy in the no fashion so anyway so i i love when people play games and do fun little you know things along the way so i came up with you know that game five second rule by, is on the Ellen show, right? No, 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 no. Well, I mean, there is an actual game, too. Well, but... she does the five-second the five-second game. Yeah, with celebrities and things, right. I, I think, right? So, anyway, so I wrote down a few, and I put them in this beautiful little white bowl here on our... Do we want to have a timer? Oh, no, no, I have a timer. It's right oh. here. It, you don't get to see it. You can just count with your it. fingers. Five, four, three. I, you have five yeah, fingers. I count down. So, you have five... The good thing is you have five seconds. Five to... Mississippis. Five seconds to say three things. So let's say you pull out the little flyer and it says name, um, three things that make you laugh, and you have five seconds to come up with three things that make you laugh. So, um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Who goes first? Well, you would draw and read it, and then I have to. Do, I have to answer it. So whoever five goes first draws first. Yeah. No. Okay. No. No. Well, then I'll go first. So then I'm drawing. No. no. I draw if I'm going first and then you... Okay. I'll draw. Okay. So then you're going to ask me the question? Yes. Okay. Name. So five second rule. Name the last three things you drank. Wine. Water. Uh, coffee! <laughs> <laughs> coffee. I don't know. Was it coffee? Was it coffee? I don't know. So... Normally, she starts off with a glass of wine. No! Before I do not. <laughs> no, I start my day with coffee. Oh, my gosh. Actually, truthfully, I start my day with a glass of water, like a good, like, four to six ounces of water, and then I have a glass of coffee. 
Well, usually we have green juice in the morning. We as do well, have green juice, yes. Which, if you're not familiar with green juice, you should be. Yeah, it's which, which brand? Do we uh, Bolt House Farms. Yes, it's delicious. It's uh, way better than Naked. Uh, so, so Naked is yeah. another brand. So we, I mean, Naked's fine, but we definitely like the other brand better. There's yeah. more vegetables in it. So you've got wheatgrass and barley, and um, there's just a whole lot yeah. more stuff. Yeah. It's more nutrient dense. But yeah, we we take that with our vitamins every morning. And the kids love it. Mm-hmm. Kids love it. Yeah. So, you know, Bolt House Farms, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast, you sure as heck can. All right, are you ready? No. <laughs> you don't get an option. <clears throat> All right, name three things. Oh, ooh. ooh. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> mm. Name three things in your nightstand. <laughs> uh, a bandage, a pen, and. Say it. Condoms? Say it. <laughs> job babe <laughs> okay yep I sh- we still have those even though we don't need we don't them need anymore. them yeah no, it's true we don't not. need them so it's i'm throwing in a couple other random questions that aren't oh, necessarily five second that you questions. know about no you I know don't. about them too so for the record when we had our fourth child i had four c-sections not four c-sections to have the one child four individual c-sections and we determined at that time, mutually, that we were done having babies. And so now what they do is instead of clamping your tubes or tying your tubes, they actually just remove them. Oh, very interesting. I get, you know, I even got to see it. Yeah, well. it's true. Like, you got yeah. to see it. And the reason... It's basically like a scissor yeah. and they a soldering iron. No, it's cauterizing. It, well, it's a soldering iron they and cauterize. scissor at the same time. So it cauterizes and cuts. It's a, it's a cauterizing scissor, honey. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I got to see it. It was interesting. I wasn't traumatized. I didn't see the second one, so I have no proof. <laughs> it definitely came out. <laughs> it's fine. I saw them both. That being said, they actually remove your tubes completely now because they've determined that 90% of female cancers actually originate in your fallopian mm-hmm. tubes. And so instead of clamping them and having that piece of metal in your body and tying them and having the potential of, you know, that uh, becoming infected or or sometimes actually that tube ends up still working, they've determined that actually physically cauterizing and removing them is actually the best method, not only for uh, reducing your female risk of cancers, but also for uh, truly sterilizing you as a female and so you don't have more children. And we have... Four beautiful children, and uh, you know what? Maybe, maybe in a few years, five years, ten years—I don't know. Maybe adoption. It's never of off the <laughs> off oh. the table, yeah. um, but it would have to be something that literally fell into our laps. Um, it would have to hold a very, very special place in our heart. It's yep. it's something we've um, talked about if we weren't able to have children, but we were very blessed to have children together. So, um, you know what? We will see what the Lord has for us as we go forward. So, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for letting me know that you still have condoms in your nightstand I, for no yes. reason. Clearly, <laughs> have not cleaned out our bedroom in a while. Uh, like years, anyway. Years. It's been a while. Yes. All right, pick one, dear. Give me one. Uh, didn't I just give you one? No, you. I, no, you didn't yeah, pick you, one. You came up with the wine. 
water. Oh, was that me? That was me. Okay. I, I'll pick another one. No, no, no. It's no, fine. no. Oh, you're good. Mm. All right, you ready? Here we go. Ooh, it's a skinny one. Skinny one's good. No, it doesn't mean Ooh, that. Ooh, okay, this is easy. Just give me one bucket list item. Bucket list item? Yeah, something you want to do before you croak. Fly around the world. There you go. That's a good item. I like that. Like, personally, fly around the world. Oh, yeah, because you we, are a private pilot. I mean, we got... And even Kristen saw these these uh, YouTube videos as well, but we, I got sucked into watching some of these YouTube videos and these people flying up around the world. Granted, we only ever got to Europe. I'm good. I don't with know that. how the rest of it went, but I mean, basically, you go up to the East Coast, fly up through Canada, over to Greenland, Iceland, and then you get to Germany, and then you know just other parts of Europe. I don't know how the rest went, but. That it's would be very, very interesting. interesting, yes. Very, very interesting. Yes. Uh, very fun. Um, mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day we will we will do that and we will document that. I don't know. Whatever the platform is that everybody is going to be using at that time. So, all right, dear. All right. Torture me. All right, let's see. Next question is... Name three things you do in the car. Uh, dance, sing, I don't know. Wait, how do you <laughs> dance in the car? Just shoulder movement? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, kids do that. So, you don't judge other people in the car? I judge you. No, you don't judge other drivers? It depends. Yeah. I'm definitely like a get-out-of-my-forking-way driver. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> It's a good third thing. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely question some people's judgment a lot. Wait. Oh, I also you said, you love, said... I love when you drive by somebody or you're getting close to somebody and you're like, oh, there's a dog. Oh, I love, the, I love the dog drivers. I love those people. What's this question again? Do I don't you do in the car. So you said I dance. dance. I sing. You sing. Yeah, it's not pretty. No one needs to hear that. Okay. I couldn't remember the second thing. Sing um, is normal. Yep. Sing okay. is normal. <laughs> sing is normal. Yeah. All right, Darren. Uh, five seconds. Here we go. Name three <laughs> things you should never do in a car. <laughs> uh, shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I... <laughs> shower? You shouldn't shower. You should probably also you not, not eat, shave. You know, eat plates of spaghetti, <laughs> which unfortunately I used to work for a local municipal uh, around here yeah, oh as, my a God. Traffic, as a traffic signal technician. That was as you transitioned out of the military into yes. the job you have now. Yes. And unfortunately I did see somebody at a stoplight with a whole plate of spaghetti. <laughs> Trying to eat while they were at a stoplight. Oh my gosh, the things I'm sure you've seen. Oh, it's bad. I'm sure. That was funny though. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> did you who, take a picture? Who the hell eats a plate of spaghetti? Who take? Who even, who even thinks takes about? It? Who even thinks about taking a plate of spaghetti on the way to wherever they need to go? Like, is, can you not just? Eat that before you leave, or I I mean, once messy. you get there. I get spaghetti all over myself just sitting at a table. This I mean, is true. I do your laundry. Sitting it's true. in a car. Yeah. Anyway, it's true. <laughs> all right. 
Tell us three words you use a lot. Like, a lot, love. Well, that was four words. Okay, yeah, but a lot <laughs> is a phrase. I say a lot, a lot. Okay. I also say shut up, a lot. And fuck. I, I don't say that one as much. I do say it. I'm not saying I don't no, say it. It's usually followed by shut the, <laughs> you know. This is true. <laughs> um, so this is not a question in our bucket, but out of curiosity, what is your favorite go-to curse word? Oh, man. I don't know. Probably shit. Yeah, yeah. I Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's not vulgar. It's pretty mild when it comes to the curse words, but yeah. I, I'm going to go with that. I'd probably say shit a lot. Shit, shit balls. This is true. Yeah. You do say that yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why you would want shit on your balls. I don't understand that one. I'm sorry. Did you just have whiskey come out of your nose? I don't want shit on my balls. That's why it's so vulgar. <laughs> oh, man. I will say, okay, so segueing just slightly off of this. Uh, I remember when Wyatt uh, was, I don't know, maybe three years old or so. Uh, he came up to you, and you'd only known him for a year and a half or so, two years max. And apparently he'd been listening to Mommy because he came up to you and he said, What the hell? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, correction, we were on the phone. Oh, that, and oh, okay. or Were we on Skype? Uh, or Skype, or one of the two. You were involved somehow. Anyway, I was on the phone with you, and I hear you say, what the? And in the background, I hear, hail. <laughs> like H-A-I-L. Like yeah. the ice pellets that fall from the sky. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old child clearly had heard me say, what the hell, enough to think that it was mm-hmm. hail, and finished my sentence for me. Yes. He was so proud of himself. Mm-hmm. I was not. <laughs> yep. I just picked one. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, no, no, no. No, because no. I asked you oh. a random one. Okay, here we go. Ready? Here's this one. <clears throat> Five second rule. Name three breeds of dogs and go. Golden Doodle? That's not a breed. What? It's not an AKC breed. Oh, Labradoodle? Also German not Shepherd. a breed. Okay, there's one. Ger- <laughs> <laughs> like a Pinkanese or a Great Pyrenees. Oh, wait, how is Dotson really golden doodle? No, they're not AKC because they're a blend, honey. They're a they're blend? basically a mutt. So you have to have like an English Spaniard. Wait, English, English, what am I thinking? Spaniard setter. Setter. I think know. that's what it's called, right? I don't, I like don't a coon hound, that's one. I, apparently, I don't know anything. Oh, a about Shih Tzu. This. A Shih Tzu. Oh, I'm you sorry. know what? I do think a Bichon Frise mixed with a Shih Tzu. And a Maltese, what do they call it? A bitchin' shits malt? Anyway, I don't know. whatever that dog is, that breed, that mix, is freaking it's adorable. Like, it's like combining a, 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 a bulldog with a shih tzu. You get a bullshit. Okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> don't do that. Only you oh, would do that so you could be like, my on. dog is a bullshit. <laughs> a little dumb and dumber humor, or whatever. Oh my God. Come on, draw one, dear. Right. If you could interview anyone... Who would it be? Oh my gosh. Okay. So first of all, let's... One person. I can't... Yeah. Ah, 
I can't do one. If you can only interview one person. If I could only interview one person. Dead or alive. Well, alive would be ideal, I guess. Whatever. I mean, so the question is, if you can only, if you can interview anyone, who would it be? But let's just go with any one person. That's alive. At any period of time. Oh. At any period of time. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't want to think that hard. So I'm okay. going to go with somebody who's alive. All right. Okay, so I truly think one of the coolest, most intriguing, <clears throat> most um, fun, I guess, human beings that I would love to spend an hour or two with. Gosh, I, it's really hard to narrow it down. So I know you liked. I would honestly reading like Sarah Palin. I do like she's yes, very I influential. Mean, I know you even like listening about. Uh, I love Rachel Miss Hollis. Obama and I do like Miss Obama. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michelle. Yeah. Rachel Hollis, yeah. I love her. I love Ellen. Wait, what's that? Hmm, I can't think of it. Like, I know you've read several books from this one individual. Oh. Are they fiction? Yes. Is she British? I have no idea. Like, I own British. all of her books because I'm obsessed. shopping. Yes. yes. So, she did the Shopaholic series. Her pin name is Sophie Kinsella. Yes. Um, her real name is Marjolaine Bastine, I believe, and she's British, and I would love to interview her from a writer's perspective and from a frickin fictional writer's perspective and how she, how she writes what she writes. Because <clears throat> um, oftentimes you find with fictional writers, they're writing from... Um, things they've heard or other things they've read or personal experiences and they just change names and dates and all sorts of crazy things um, and and massively enhance the story, obviously. Um, I would love to get, you know, five minutes with her, but I mean, I feel like everyone says Oprah. I love Oprah, mm -hmm. but she's also very open, very honest, very forthcoming and, and has been her entire career. And so I feel like She's one of those that I would love to be in the presence of her, and I would love to glean from her anything she has to offer. But truly, the one person I would love to sit down with and have a cup of tea with, be told that I am an ignorant American, would honestly be Queen Elizabeth. Oh, I can see that, yep. We, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I'm love right. I say her. we, you are I obsessed with that. You, the British the monarch, crown, the crown, the show. Oh, on it's Netflix. coming out. Yes, oh. the next one is coming out soon. I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. So they say <clears throat> that things that you're very uh, motivated by and very inspired by and very drawn to are oftentimes mm -hmm. things that are very heavy in your bloodline. And so I actually did a DNA test, which is only 50% accurate on my behalf because uh, my birth mom has not done it yet. Some of her siblings have. But my birth father has 
never done it and will will more than likely probably never have communication with me. Um, And as far as I know, as of the date of this podcast, that has been his choosing and has not because I have not sought him out. Um, But what I have found through that genetic testing is that a fair, a very high amount actually of our genetics come from the European nations and so um and France and England especially and so it's very intriguing to me um about this and so I've always been drawn to that but I just never really understood why so anyway that was a very lengthy question dear right and and so I'm going to answer the same question even though you haven't pulled from it but I would love to sit down and talk with Tiger Woods. Shocker. No shocker there. Shocker. I love golf. Man I crush. was growing up, going through middle school and high school, watching Tiger Woods play. And, you know, he, he was probably one of the driving factors of me in practicing so much in high school. Unfortunately, I missed going to the state championships two years in a row by a single stroke. But whenever he's on TV, you're a I, bit obsessed. He is always on TV. Whenever, whenever like, he is actually playing, he's on. I mean, yeah, the kids know I'm, who he I'm is. I'm very because excited of you. that he, you know, he won the tour championship last year. He even won. I, I honestly, I don't remember the name of the tournament, but he won one already this year over in yeah. Asia. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you talk about somebody that's gone from the very top of their sport to to going to the very bottom. Yeah. I mean, and just in society in general, and then, and then just climbing that ladder back up to being the very top and being the best person he can be. I mean, there's very few people that have gone through such a roller coaster of a life than Tiger Woods. True. Very true. Um, Next person on the list would be Chuck Yeager. Oh, that's uh, new. First person to, to break the sound barrier. Yeah. I mean, one question I would ask, ask of him is, where did he get his balls? <laughs> he bought them on there eBay. There is no way that is hereditary to, you know, strap yourself to a, a rocket and break the sound barrier. No. But anyway, that, I mean, it'd be interesting to be able to talk to him as well. So, but. I'm going to ask you this, just for grins and giggles. <laughs> If I were to interview any celebrity, like bring them into our home, offer them some coffee, <laughs> perhaps a glass of wine, depending on what time of day it is, how much shit would come out of you if you rounded the corner into my office and here sat Reese Witherspoon? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I would... <laughs> But truly, she is a beautiful human being, yes. inside and out. Absolutely, yes. I I really don't know what else to say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, I mean, let's just really... leave it at that, because you know what? You're treading thin ice. <clears throat> You're doing this interview willingly with your wife. Mm-hmm. So, next question. I literally just pulled this name. Three songs. Oh, this is a five-second route. Yes. I don't know that many songs. <clears throat> oh, but you do. Name three songs you sing in the shower. And go. Uh, Raindrops Rolling in My Head. Purple Rain. <laughs> what? <laughs> what else? And it's Rainy Man. 
raining men? Oh my gosh. No, okay. Those are the only three songs that can Not like of. Shake It Off or... Well, you know, that'd be a good one. You know, Shake Off All the Soap and Water. Oh my God. Okay. Or The Men That Have Been Raining on You. Yeah, oh that, my yeah, gosh. That's not appropriate. Okay. <laughs> the things I'm learning about you. Yeah. How long have we been married now? Almost six years? Yeah, uh, almost six yeah, years. Almost six years, years yeah. Almost yeah. six, yeah. Don't, yeah. don't worry. I, I no. I wasn't worried till okay. now. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Should I be? <laughs> uh, name three vegetables. Cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. All right. I like my veggies. All right. Last question. It, is potato a vegetable? I think so. Tomato is questionable. I don't care about tomatoes. I don't like tomatoes. <laughs> I, like, I like potatoes. <laughs> Potatoes. Potatoes with a P. Yes, with a P. All right, last question, then we'll wrap it up. Name your favorite food. Oh, man. I like pizza, tacos, (laughs) and nachos. All the shit we are (laughs) eating. (laughs) Pizza, tacos, nachos. Oh, Uh, my God. Oh, man. I could eat that every day. I mean, like, so even today we had chili. We did. It was a... A vegetarian chili. It was definitely vegan, but okay. Vegan chili, whatever. No, there's so, a difference. Yeah, I know. It was a vegan chili. It was, it was pretty tasty. <sighs> I like no, I I I, just, I like pizza, tacos, and nachos. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I was going with the whole vegan thing, but yeah, that's what I like. That's what you like. <laughs> All right, dear. We are concluding our podcast. I thank you very much for being my first guest Mm -hmm. and uh you know i know you had a drink to get you started and i've been drinking there's only one class yeah it's fine yeah you're good i am very thankful Mm because i know that you were so not excited to do this because apparently putting a microphone in front of my husband terrifies him terrifies him i did radio in high school and that was my limit yeah till now now so when are you going to be on the podcast again when you run out of people to podcast oh good okay so next week next week works for you all right (laughs) you heard it here folks next week you will be back for tuning in today. One of my favorite things on this planet is to hear from you. I love when you pop into my inbox or social media and tell me how you manifested your dream. That inspires me, it motivates me, and it encourages me to keep sharing and doing all the things. I would be honored if you would click that little subscribe button, followed me on social media, or even emailed me directly. I hope today's show brought you joy, made you laugh, and helped you understand that no matter how you take action on your goal, it's going to be imperfect, but it's going to be beautiful, and it will be 100% yours.